Hello. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it. I'm what's not, up? I'm not. Say, I'm not saying hello this time. Okay. Yeah, we could probably stop saying hello. I don't know. Welcome back to So It Goes, episode four, season one. Season, Se- season one, episode four. Impressive. Yeah. What's the topic today? What are we talking about? Yeah. Social media. Good old social media. Cool. <laughs> you knew that already. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did know that. <laughs> you did, but it makes fun, you know, mm. like for some conversation. Mm-hmm. You can pretend. <laughs> I don't like the social media. Well, let's first, I guess, like give a little background. So me, Kelsey, I use social media Pretty much, yeah, like every day, obviously every day, because I have a small business that I run through social media. So I don't really have a choice in the matter. I mainly like 98% of the time use it for business. Um, Occasionally I'll like post something on my personal Instagram, but mostly it's business. And that's where like social media can be useful tool i guess Mm -hmm. it's one of the pros to social media it has let small businesses thrive Mm -hmm. right well well at least (laughs) does it does it though does it really well i shouldn't say small businesses i should say i mean it lets people create small businesses it gives you the opportunity yeah to reach people it's a marketing tool you know it lets you reach an audience Mm -hmm. sometimes because Lately, they're like, eh, you're trying you're trying to do a a clothing drop. You want people to buy your shit? Well, congratulations, we're not gonna show it to anyone. So have fun. <laughs> That's just a downfall to having a business on social media is sometimes, especially if you're not consistent, no one will see your shit. I mean, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> especially when you're using it for good. Because, like I said, it can be hard. And if you do have a small business, and that is how you try to grow and make your sales and whatnot, it can be tough. But I'm doing my best not to move. Oh my god. (laughs) Noah just moves around a lot. So if you guys hear any swooshing in the background, (laughs) he does his best, but... I've never had a more impossible task in I, my life. I asked him, can you just be still? Like, just sit still for, like, just a minute. And he's, like, literally sitting here, like, shaking. <laughs> what am I to do? <laughs> what? What am I to do? Anyway. So, I yeah, I use social media every day. But not for... We'll get into, like, the reasons... Not reasons, but you don't use. You know, I'm not. Social, you don't use it like a douchebag. So. Like a douchebag. Yeah. I don't. Well, I mean, it just depends. But I'm not sitting on social media just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and with no point, I guess. What about you? Where are you at in the social media world? All right. <laughs> you ready for the rant and the rave? Uh, I'm about to rant and rave. Yeah. I guess I stopped, I completely stopped using social media a year and a half, two years? I'd say two years probably now. Two years now? Yeah. 
Well, yeah. So I stopped using social social media about two years ago. The reason being is so I'm a software engineer and kind of have a better, deeper understanding of like AI modeling, um, kind of how general processes work and with and their attention behind those processes and what they're trying to do, right? So for whatever reason, didn't learn this earlier in life, but I learned it two years ago, how social media business model and their programming architecture correlates. And that is that their, their, their business model drives their application, right? Which is in most cases how companies work, right? But that business model can be very incredibly uh, devastating, I guess would be the word to some people, right? Well, so what's the business model? What do you mean by that? Because I feel like some people aren't going to like yeah. the ad part of it. Or... Yeah. So the, really the business model of social media platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat, Twitter, all social media platforms, right? Mm-hmm. Is to keep your attention, right? Because the, because the product is free. So Instagram is free, right? They sell ad space. Yeah. Instagram's really Instagram's customer isn't isn't the user it's it's the ad space it's the ad market mm-hmm. right so they sell ad space to their customer who is the company that's buying the ad space right it's me because I buy ads on yeah that too small businesses big businesses whatever that that is their customer the product is the people using social media right because it's free you are the product and they're are selling you on the ads that yeah the people buy right yeah which which I kind of always knew because there was ads and that's how ad that's how free platforms work is they sell ad space to make revenue and, and money right so social media is is a marketing tool and mm-hmm. that is it at its core right that that is its main functionality I guess onto the the next part of it is. How does like Facebook evaluate what an ad space is worth, right? So that's through how much traffic they get, right? So how many user interactions, how many people they have coming through that will potentially see that ad, right? Um, and then they evaluate the cost of that ad space to their customer. Mm-hmm. So like how so how Facebook or how social media companies have built out their AI model is to keep your attention on their application as much as possible mm-hmm. no matter what right yeah. so when they build out that ai model they don't have any checks and guards on it they let it run completely free ais can become very s- sophisticated right and very very powerful mm-hmm. right but basically ai is you have a data set right and that's reference data it's, Nobody's gonna understand this. Doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> I have to explain. So well, you have yeah. a you have a data set, right? You have reference data, and that that is training. That's called training data. You have a model, and then you have let's say you as your user. You come in and you hit the application, and you say, "Oh, hey, I'm going to look up a keyword, right? Whatever that is. Say it's skiing. The application or AI, I guess, then hits its reference database and says, "Okay, this guy looked up skiing." We're going to save him into our model, new data, AI, right? We're going to save him into our model and say, oh, this is this person's interest is skiing. Now Mm -hmm. let's branch, let's make a tree and let's branch off of that skiing and say, okay, this is all the other things that um, is related 
to skiing or action sports kind of category, right? So you're set in that category. And when you scroll through your slot machine, which that's why they put the scroll in because it's a slot machine, right? So you scroll to the next post and you see, you're like, oh, cool. You have to scroll again, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're like, what am I going to get next? What am I going to miss if I don't? And you get that that dopamine release mm-hmm. right you get you have a chemical reaction in your brain and it floods your brain and you're like oh yeah I, just like gambling yep right that's like why we sat on the slots in vegas for eight hours and just pressed a button yeah because we're like damn what's gonna be next right yeah it's all calculated right it's all understood through human psychology of why they built the platform this way right yeah and it's to keep your attention it is. on yeah. the application right mm-hmm. so that the ad space that they sell can get more traffic, right? Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah, that's like why if you decide, oh, like I'm going to take a few days off social media, you'll most likely get way more notifications in those three days than like ever because they start pushing notifications through because they're like, where are you? Like, come back. Mm-hmm. They want you to check Instagram. They want you to check Facebook. They want you to be on their application, right? Yeah. Well, that's um, how they make money. So they're going to want you, yeah. want you to be on it yeah. constantly. No matter the cost. And there is no ethical, there's no ethical line Mm-mm. drawn. So anyway, so you as a user, you come through, search keyword, you're set up in the reference database, right? And you're, so you're scrolling, you're seeing all these skiing videos, right? Well, when you start seeing too many skiers or skiing videos, you start to get bored. So you scroll to the next one. And you sit there and you sit there for less time. So you don't, you only watch like 30 seconds of the video and then you scroll and then only 10 and then soon you're just scrolling, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you pay attention, you'll notice that once you're scrolling too fast past, past those videos that you were interested in, it starts to reference back to other keywords that you've searched before and it says, oh, hey, well, do you want to see this one? Yeah. And then, then it's like, oh, hey, do you want to see this one? Nope, that one doesn't work. You want to see this one? And you're like, oh, yeah, that sparks your interest again. You keep watching the full video. And next thing you know, your feed is whatever that is that you watch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, could be cooking. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your feed is, or your For You page for is you page. Yeah. All, um, all cooking. Well, right? that's where like the ads come in too, is depending on what you're searching and what you're liking, then you're most likely ads. Mm-hmm based on that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it's all very calculated and mm-hmm. yeah very calculated yeah. calculated so say it's cooking post right i'm getting to my point you scroll to the next let's say you lose all interest right and you're scrolling well let's say the next post is a political post it's a it's a political like post to get you fired up right mm-hmm. to create anger to create an emotion of anger, yeah. right? Yeah. For you to dive into because anger is the easiest one to to keep control of, right? Yeah. Or to keep your attention. To. Then next thing you know, like you're so fucking pissed off because of all the posts you just read. Mm-hmm. Political posts that are absolutely ridiculous, whatever they may be. And then you're just hours on these posts and you just see political posts and then it breeds lots of hate. And then all of a sudden your reality gets distorted and you're like, oh man, all people are like this because you start to sit and you sit in an echo chamber, right? So you see a post that's towards your bias, right? And you're like, oh, yeah, people think like me. Like, how could anyone else not think like me? And if they do, they're freaking idiots. Mm-hmm. Believe me, 
how social media companies accomplish this data mining, data gathering on you, right? How they know exactly what you want and what you're thinking about. They also listen when you talk on your phone and that NSA. And I mean, NSA doesn't even have to be relevant anymore because social media has all of the data on everyone. They have your very, very personal data. Mm-hmm. Like they know everything about you. And once you create an account on social media, they don't let you delete it. And there's a reason for that because if you delete your account, right, that's one less user that they can show to shareholders for their market value or whatever. And that's another reason why they let like bots, fake accounts, Smurf accounts, stuff like that exist without really any checks, right? They say like, oh yeah, you can't, can't be a bot, no fake followers, but that's a value for mm-hmm. their company, right? They can say, oh, hey, look, look how many users we have. Mm-hmm. And that's why they won't ever let you delete your data. So once once you create an account and make a post or put any data into their platform, they keep it forever. Like it's there forever. Mm-hmm. You can't ask them to take it off. I mean, even if you could, I 100% doubt that they would, right? Yeah. They keep all of this data and all of this reference data and they reference back, right? And they show you something new or what you want to see. And I mean, shit, they can even recognize like when you have a baby, Like Mm -hmm. if you have a baby and you take a picture with you and your baby, Instagram will do a facial recognition on that new face because it doesn't recognize that face. Mm -hmm. And it says, oh, hey, you just had a baby. We just saw that you have a baby. Here's all of the baby ads. Yep. They're going to show you what you want to see. They're selling your data to ad space Mm -hmm. or to ads. One, I think, really horrific thing that these social media companies have because uh, they have so much influence and so much control. And I mean these this towards the programmers, specifically the programmers that <laughs> that program their their bias and their censorship into their platform. Yeah. Right? I think that's absolute bullshit. Yeah. I think that's a incredibly immoral thing to do. But ethics isn't on the table for these guys, right? Mm-mm. I guess ultimately, like, what was your deciding factor that was like, oh, like, I'm, I'm done using social media. Like, what made you? Like, when I stopped using social medias on the personal level, like, I, I can rant and rave about the, the ethics of what they do, right? And how, yeah. how their platform works and, yeah. and whatnot. But where, where it became really sad for me, mm-hmm. right, was my grandpa passed away about, mm-hmm. yeah, two years ago. and. uh he was, I think he was like the last post I did. Maybe, I think I did like two more posts after that. But um, my grandpa passed away and and I posted about it. Mm-hmm. And with this feeling of like, oh, I have to, like this was a really important important event that happened in my life. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I love Jimmy. Jimmy was my boy. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved Jimmy, right? I do miss him. But I felt like I had to post about this this really sad event that happened yep. in my life, right? For it to be validated, yes. right? For it to be real, mm-hmm. right? And I, I didn't come to this realization until I stopped using it, stopped using social media, right? Yep. But at the time, I just felt like, well, if I don't, then did it happen? Yeah. So, sorry. No, yeah, I think that is one of, like, the biggest cons to social media is the people that feel like they have to seek the validation through their followers and who's liking and who's commenting and 
oh, this almost didn't seem real unless I do post about it. This vacation I went on, like, did I really go if nobody sees? You know what I mean? Well, yeah, if nobody can validate. Yeah. And that's all that ultimately is, is validation. And it's like, oh, and like, we've all been there. Like, shit, you know what I mean? When I go somewhere, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I want to like, I want people to like see that I'm out here. Like, I want people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like this crazy, overpowering, like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, it kind of, I mean, even just on our platform, like, talking about this, it's a hypocritical view from us because well we are using social Social media media. to post our podcast right you know what i mean so like but we're talking about our own personal views with it and it's Mm. not that like i'm you know i'm not saying social media is all bad because there's a lot that you know a lot Mm. of good that has come from it especially for my business and i mean i get to work from home like there's a lot of good that comes from social media but Give you a platform to yes. do your own business, and just whereas like before with, it wasn't wasn't like that. Yeah, and like with our podcast, like it gives us a platform to be able to reach people. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. to be able to spread whatever message we're trying mm-hmm. <laughs> to spread. You know. Basically, what I'm saying is, as I talk about this, I do realize I am a sellout. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I get it. Well, you're not even using social media. No, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> With the social media, I do all that. Yeah. I guess kind of circling back, that was your reason was you felt that need to be validated that your grandpa passed away. And so you were like, ah, uh, I'm done with this. <laughs> I mean, well, I wouldn't say that was the reason. The reason was, was like I learned about like well, yeah, what I'm... like what social media companies do and like their business model. Yeah. And how the AI is built on for the business model. Right. Mm hmm. So what you didn't like that they were tracking everything you do, and what you like well, and dislike. Is, like I even, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't realize how in depth it went. I just never thought about it, mm-hmm. right? Once I kind of educated myself on it, yeah, and found out what it really was, I was like, yeah, nah, that ain't for me, dog. Yeah. And then the other, I mean, I can't even imagine, dude. So Kelsey's youngest brother, Jackson, he's why well, he's like he's ten. Yeah. Right. He's a fantastic kid. I love Jackson to death. But like when I when I talk to Jackson or like see some of the things like Jackson does, right? It's it's a lot like it's a lot older, mm-hmm. right? And so and that's because there's so much more exposure yeah. to the world, right? Like I I remember being ten and like you don't know it yeah. would just like I didn't know shit about shit because yeah. I was ten years old. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not Jackson's fault that he has all this exposure to, to and all of this information, right? Like that's the internet, yeah. right? And there's just there's amazing things about the internet. There's also a cesspool of internet things, yeah, which is bad things that yeah people can see. But you know that it's freedom of information, and yeah, like he he's just different. And the whole that whole generation is different because they've grown up on. They've grown up the, with it. Yeah, with They've it, grown with, up the with the technology. The and... technology, yeah. And we didn't have that. So, yeah, they are they have this freedom to all this information that we didn't have. And so they learn things That's way faster. And, like, all that input all the time. When we were 10, like, we didn't, we didn't have, like, that information coming into our little brains. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. At every part of the day, right? We had a lot more human interaction. Mm-hmm. which is a lot slower 
Well, we just, it was more activities. That sounds so cliche, but like doing things outside and hanging out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, we didn't have the technology to sit down and sit in front of. And so we had to find other things to do, you Mm -hmm. know? And the younger generation is where, I don't know, where it kind of becomes definitely a bad thing is with like the cyberbullying and all that that comes with it. Because, I mean, when we were younger, shit, I got bullied, you know what I mean? (laughs) Quite a bit. And the only thing about it then was when I went home, it stopped, you know? And now it's like, it's just in your pocket. Wherever you go, like it can happen. Mm-hmm. And these people are so vicious behind their phones and their screens or whatever. And I think that's why, I mean, obviously there's a lot of negative stuff that social media can have, like impacting your relationship and like younger generations. It's just distorting your reality. In it general. does. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of research. Like, don't quote me. I'm not saying like I know this, but I've seen, you know, lots of art articles or yeah i mean we've experienced it firsthand but obviously social media has a big impact on mental health and your self-image and i mean it doesn't even have to be the kids i've seen you know i mean i see a lot of people that struggle with who and how they are because they see so-and-so britney here with her perfect ass body and her perfect face and her no pores and, and her, her boyfriend fucking Chad, <laughs> her, bro- her boyfriend and his big Chad, ass truck, and they're always on vacation and they have this seemingly perfect situation in this perfect life, and people are like, uh, "How do I be that? How do I be skinny like that? How do I be pretty like that? How do I have you know long hair? How do I have no you know what I mean Don't no cut acne?" It. Okay, <laughs> yeah, just kidding. But yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm with you on your social media account. Like, why wouldn't you post good things, right? That's That's what it's meant for. Like, you want to show the good things in your life that are happening. So that's all you post are the good things, right? Mm -hmm. And tell, like, my grandpa dies. And I'm like, oh, I post about this sad thing and get validation back. See if I can get any empathy back, right? Mm -hmm. From personal experience, from my previous relationship that I was in, I think, and I'm not saying this is like how everyone feels or how everyone goes, but my relationship wasn't good and I had a lot of hard times and like it created a lot of anxiety and traumas for me. And in that time, I don't think I've ever posted more to social media. In that time, I was constantly like, look at us, you know what I mean? Like posting pictures of us all the time. Like, look how happy we are. Look at like, we went to this today or we went, you know what I mean? I was constantly trying to like create this perception that my relationship was good and that I was happy. Well, you're creating a, an image for for yourself as well. Well, that's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. You're creating this I perception wanted... for other people and yourself because if you only post the good things on your social media, then it must be good in your real life. Right. That's what I, yes. That was what I was getting at was mm-hmm. that like, it was almost creating this false like image for myself mm-hmm. because then people were commenting and they were liking and they were like, Oh, like you guys are so cute together. You're mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? You guys seem so fun. Like I want a relationship like this when ultimately like the background, the backside of it was like not good at all. Mm-hmm. And I was it super unhappy. It and, wasn't reality. Yeah. And so I think that's just a lot of the problem is that, 
everyone sees, yeah, these perfect lives and these perfect families and these perfect things happening. And then they want that. Mm -hmm. And that can create a lot of mental health issues, not only for yourself, but in your relationship. It can make you feel lesser. Yeah. Um, It'll take your self-worth and drive it into the ground, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, for most people, most regular people who are using social media, right, especially for me, like, I, I didn't realize that what I was doing until after, mm-hmm. right, until after I stopped using it. But when I was using it, kind of right before I stopped using it, man, I would scroll through posts and I would see these articles that would just fire me up. Mm-hmm. Like, I would get so freaking angry. Yeah about something i just read yeah it it made me so incredibly angry all the time and so when i right when i stopped using social media it took me about i'd say three months before like i really noticed how much happier i was i was like holy shit like i'm not angry Mm -hmm. about the stupidest shit yeah that's probably not real and it's just clickbait to get get me fired up, mm-hmm. right? And create more hate against a fellow human being, yeah. right? Yeah. So as as I've stopped using, I've become, I've noticed my happiness has gone up way tenfold, whatever tenfold. What, <laughs> words and stuff. But I'm much happier because I'm not angry all the time. And I also noticed that, oh shit, people are just people. The world the world isn't on fire. And it's not burning yeah. to the ground like social media would like you to think because that's how their platform keeps you engaged. Yeah. Well, it's not only with that kind of stuff, but with like the people that, like I said, the influencer type people. And I'm not saying like influencers are bad. You know what I mean? There's like good people out there that are trying to do good on the platform and they're trying to, you know what I mean? Just like I would say me and you or me with my business, you know what I mean? I'm trying to bring awareness to mental health and we're trying to do these good things with the platform and that can be done. Like you can use the platform for good, but I think it all comes down to ultimately as yourself, who are you following? You know what I mean? Are you following people that make you feel good about yourself or are you following people that make you feel like you need to not eat for three weeks because you need to lose weight? Are yeah. you following people that, you know what I mean? Or the, the face, fake, big fake booty Kim Kardashians of the world. Well, that's, yeah, right? that's what like, I'm getting at. Like, are those the kind of people? If you look up to Kim Kardashian, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> you should reevaluate your, your life. But Seriously. that's the thing. No, really, like. No, but that's exactly the point here is that people follow these people, these kind of people, and they idolize, yes, they idolize this lifestyle, and they think, oh, like, I want to be like that. And that that can be so damaging, especially to these young children and these young girls, especially who are incredibly impressionable. And they get on these platforms and they see these kind of people that have this following and they get this praise and they think like, Like, that's how I have to be. I have to look like that. I have to look like that and I have to be like that. Which is fake, by the way, because that picture is fake. When they go to post their influence right they're whatever posters say it's like the most common ones the gym right Mm -hmm. the gym post right and they're in the really tight outfits or whatever the fucking stupid leggings that ride your ass that come up your ass and yeah we give you the butt lift right yep well i'm just saying what it is i know everyone knows we know (laughs) 
and then they take a picture and for one how they stand mm-hmm. isn't how they look no post picture how the whatever they're standing with their butt out and stuff yeah. and then they put a filter on top of it and these filters on instagram have become like on all platforms have become so good they can well, take they even... can take blemishes they can take yeah those aren't filters that's called completely editing it yourself you have or, to have yeah, an app for it. that you know what i mean it's just not it's not just or a, yeah you can I mean, do it on your phone though yeah regardless can, like it's very easy to do that right you can take you can take your buttocks yeah. you can stretch it out a little bit right yeah. and then it'll re-render and and make it look smooth and right and not disproportionate right mm-hmm. and then but that's false right yeah. that's that's a false image of that person i mean man i think we have to fucking live like that well like you had to be like man i have to take this picture and then and like, like adjust it. I have to completely change it. Yeah. Because I'm not satisfied with myself enough. Well, how about, you know what I mean, the shit ass people that make these apps and these filters. Hey, don't blame the developers. No, I am because they create these, you know what I mean, this application that you can upload your video and it automatically flattens out your stomach and gives you a bigger ass and bigger tits. Like, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I watched this. I watched this show, The Social Dilemma, on Netflix. The documentary on that, and I mean, if you go watch it, like, take it with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of lot of points and a lot of things that they talk about that, like, I don't agree with whatsoever. But on the technical side, and they and they speak about like what platforms actually are. That's where you can learn from it. But there's there's the one scene in there. Uh, it's just the younger girl she's like 11 12 or whatever mm-hmm. and she posts a selfie yeah and then she it shows like the first comment comes through and it's a nice comment the second one comes through and it's nice right so she gets two comments that like validate her and she's all smiling and stuff and then she, the third comment comes through and it goes uh it says oh your ears are too big and it's like <laughs> damn damn yeah that was like broke my heart like i've seen uh, all the younger kids that have to grow up with that was so much with like being so impressionable and like they're developing and everything and then they're just getting all of this input right really really fast like we as humans didn't didn't evolve like that we didn't evolve to process hundreds of inputs a day right like we usually if you don't have it like you process the people that you interact with in the day which is probably like 20 or 30 mm-hmm. you know what i mean well then back to that what did the girl it went on after that and what did she end up like taping her ears back or something i think she ended up because people started making fun of her mm-hmm. and so yeah she like started using these filters and she ended up like taping her ears back there was something mm-hmm. to it and then she started posting these pictures and was getting like all this like love then like all these good comments and all this like niceness like Mm -hmm. there was something to it like that that they were trying to make the point but and that's how it is that's why people feel like they have to use these editing apps and Mm -hmm. because people are fucking mean dude like when i when even when you're doing good people are always there's always gonna be those trolls and those Mm -hmm. people that are mean yep when i saw that and the little girl got sad because they were being mean about her ears Mm -hmm. i just wanted to tell her like i love your ears you're perfect as you are yeah i just want to give her a hug and tell her it's not real made me feel feels bad i guess Mm -hmm. and that's like with kind of what i was saying like these kids they don't get a break 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I see articles about young 10, 11, 12 year olds committing suicide. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, wh- what the fuck? Like when I was 12, I didn't even like, how do you even know these I things? I didn't really like comprehend death at yes. that point. Like I like kind of did, like knew what it was, but like, it's like this bullying, it just follows it follows wherever you go. Like these kids don't get a break and it's whenever they post or, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. through direct messages or they... through Snapchat and these Snapchats disappear. Yeah. Like there's not even any proof in that form yeah. that this was happening. Like it's just so destructive. It's really horrible for developing minds because they're always comparing, mm-hmm. right? They're always trying to validate and then comparing themselves and then being like, oh man, I'm not... I'm not homeboy over here, mm-hmm. or I'm not, like, homegirl over here. We've been trying to talk about it on a more partner-to-partner perspective, I guess, how social media can affect a relationship itself. So we got a couple, like, questions on our Instagram that have to do with, like, relationship social media stuff. Um, the first question was, thoughts or feelings on a partner following their ex on social media? Like, an ex from however long ago i mean doesn't matter i guess it could be your ex you broke up with a year ago or from eighth grade you know is that wrong or not what are your thoughts uh you put it like this if i followed an ex-girlfriend of mine and you said you know i don't really feel comfortable or like i just for whatever reason don't like that you still follow your ex Mm -hmm. and my point of view is if the if your girlfriend or the, your current partner says, oh, I, I, it makes me uncomfortable that you follow your ex still. Okay, but... And you, you'd be like, well, doesn't matter. And, like, if you can't get yourself to delete it, then I think that's a problem, right? Okay, why, but... why, what are you keeping it on for, right? Yeah. What does it matter? So say I'm following an ex on Instagram, like, mm-hmm. just from previous, like, I didn't just follow the person. Like, I've just been following them since we broke up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Does that bug you? No, because I don't give a fuck. I'm See, saying that... I'm coming from the no, point of view, like, like if I'm... you ask me, I'm like, sure. I'm getting there. I'm just trying to get your perspective on, like, from in our relationship first. So, like, for me, yeah, if, like, you're following an ex that you previously dated and you continuously followed that person, like, you never unfollowed her, mm-hmm. then that doesn't really bug me, I guess. Like, I don't... If you dated this person, unfollowed them when you broke up, and then recently followed your ex again, that would bug me. Because that would be like, oh, like, you're thinking about this person, kind of, I guess. Mm-hmm. The other half to the question was thoughts on them liking, commenting on their posts. It's fucked up. Yeah. So, if you're commenting and liking your ex-girlfriend's posts, Mm -hmm. you have no reason to have any interaction with your ex Mm -hmm. whatsoever. And that just, that's just, I don't know, that's just weird. Like, if I was, like, actively liking and commenting on my ex's posts, like, that means there's an attachment there still. There's something there still, you know what I mean? They're seeking that validation still from that person or whatever they're trying to do. But I feel like there's also some people that, like, they mean, you know what I mean? They mean no harm in that, but, like, they're just, like, like that. They're that kind of person. I don't know. Ultimately, I think, like you were saying, it comes down to communicating with your partner. And if they're doing something that you don't 
that makes you feel uncomfortable, like, you have to set that boundary. And you have to sit down and you have to make that apparent. Because, for one, your partner can't read your mind. So, if it's bugging you and you never say anything about it, they're probably not going to know, you know? Mm. I think you have to kind of, as a couple, as a couple, you have to decide what your boundaries are together and what makes you feel uncomfortable and if you're okay with those kind of things and if you're not. Like, it's going to be kind of a personal decision on everyone's part, and everyone's going to kind of probably feel a little bit different about it, so. Yeah. Uh, so, the one thing I will say about if you comment, and you're commenting and, and liking your ex's post, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't matter who you are, no matter what. Like, you you know that when, when you like your ex's post mm-hmm. or set a comment, right, you are pushing... A boundary you are you are engaging you're saying hey what are you up to yeah right you you are trying to create um an interaction right and then if you get a response back well shit you got your reaction you know you did what you set out for yeah because when you comment you comment with the intent to receive an interaction right and you may know that's wrong well you do know that's wrong Right, because you're with somebody else, right? Yeah, you're trying to start something, right? You're trying to start a re- and a conversation or whatever, and that can lead to something else if you play your cards right. So the fact that you even made the post or made the comment in the first place is fucked up. It's starting the process of trying to go bang your ex girlfriend again. Whatever you're trying to do, right. I mean, yes. Like if I noticed you were liking and commenting on your ex's post, I'd be like, well, shit. Like what is, you know what I mean? If you really love someone and if you're with someone new and you care about that person, it's kind of common sense like that you don't do that shit. From our perspective, no, like that's not okay. I guess like for me, like if you commented or like liked one of your ex-boyfriend's posts, Mm -hmm. I'd be like the actual fuck. Okay, so... The actual, like, why would you even, like, you know my feelings. Different perspective. What if it's an ex from, like, eighth grade? You know what I mean? Or something that, like, you dated for, like, three weeks or three months or whatever. Something stupid. Well, I'd just say you're just talking to a new person, basically. And then you continue to, like, be friends or whatever through... Then also in comment or... Well, no, like, you've just continued, like... From that point, you from, stayed friends and you've always liked their posts and shit. You know what I mean? I, yeah, like, I don't know. I wasn't into liking, like, I didn't like posts. I I, I really did not comment. I know, but like, a lot of people do. Weird. Yeah. The commenting is weird. But, like, just staying, I guess, like, in, I don't know, because that's what a lot of people use social media for, is to, like, stay updated on what their friends and what, you know what I mean, people in their lives are doing. So, like, at that point... I don't know. I would say it depends on how old the relationship kind of is, too. And, like, well, are you, in eighth so grade are and you dated both, for three weeks. Are both of you friends with that person? or The eighth grader? Mm-hmm. Boyfriend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Are we? I'm just, I was just, like, trying to get a different perspective. But I think it's, like, it's, like, your previous ex. You know what I mean? Like, the pre- yeah. person I was with previous. Probably don't talk to that person. Yeah. Don't talk to or that person. Or interact with that person whatsoever. Yeah. That just brings up insecurities for everyone. It does. No matter what. Yeah. Like, oh, I have a good example. Actually, I have a real example. It was like a year ago or two years ago. Uh, we were at the old house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just bought our first home mm-hmm. and stuff. And I, I think we just got married, too. 
a little bit after we got married. Mm-hmm. It was, she was, yeah, we kind of dated, we, we were friends, and she was a really cool person, fantastic human. Um, no, no, she well, wasn't. Who? Not Allie. Oh. No, I was just talk about Rachel, like. What does this have to do with the story? Well, because she messaged me on, she DM'd me on fucking, on Instagram, and like asked how I was doing and stuff, and I was like, eh, nah, like I ain't talking to you, for well, yeah, one, a DM because that is would be mean. One hundred thousand percent different than commenting on a picture. I know, and like I know how she meant it, like knowing her, like she's just a nice person, and she meant it kindly. Like we hadn't talked for. Did she? Really long... You know, like you never really know people's true intentions. Know. You know what I mean? I like, know, and well, that's why I like, like yeah. don't don't text me. Yeah actually kind of made me a little angry because i was like that's just uncomfortable but yeah i feel like she dm'd me and just asked how i was doing she's like sorry got your new home like how are you doing things i hope things are good blah blah, blah. and leaving the question open for me to react to it and i mm-hmm. saw it and i was like that's a little just too over the line for me because mm-hmm. i think like really any interaction with another woman that isn't my mom <laughs> or if i if I don't have to have it, right? Like if it's work, whatever. But if if I don't have to interact with another woman, then I won't because right. I'll interact with my wife and flirt with my wife. Yeah. Well, and that's just because that's respectful. Mm-hmm. That's what's respectful. And that's what it comes down to is it's like... I guess like I, I knew if I would have responded to that DM that it would have hurt your feelings, right? Well, and anything you feel like you have to hide it from your partner, you know what I mean? Anything you feel like, oh, like... If my partner saw this, this would upset them. So I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's wrong. So yeah, DM from some random chick or no matter what, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Direct messages. <laughs> That's but a different story. Comments to me are direct messages. Yeah, no. It's a direct comment not, to yes. that person's post and you know yes. that they're going to see it. And who knows? Maybe you'll get it. Maybe they'll like your comment. Basically, when if you like your ex's post, you're saying, hey, I like you. Mm-hmm. I want to bang again. Well, and I think that goes with any kind of post of the opposite sex. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, it's like, ooh, this is dangerous. This is kind of. Well, it's I mean, just like, like post if and... I was following a bunch of like ripped ass dudes or something and they post half naked pictures all the time and I was constantly liking their things, like, how would that make you feel? <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like, what? I'm using that as an example because that's normally on the other end of the spectrum here is normally the men follow all these half-naked women and like their pictures and whatnot. Yeah, because it's softcore porn. Yeah, but like, what's the point of liking it? (laughs) I don't know. I just think you're such an asshole for liking an influencer's post. mm -hmm. Like, Well, I've heard a lot of girls like kind of talk about it and they, a lot of times their partner comes back with, well... Like, it's just Instagram, or it's just, it does, it's just yeah, a it's like. Not, it's like, not it's not, real, right? it's not, like, yeah, it's not like I'm, like, liking the person in real life. It's not like I'm talking to her. I just liked her picture because I like it. <laughs> okay. I feel like those kind of people on, like, if it were reversed, and the, the female or whatever mm. in the relationship was following a bunch of ripped-ass dudes, and they were posting half-naked pictures all the time, that would hurt. The male's feelings, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it would be like, well, damn, I ain't stacked like that, but 
as Brighton, I guess if you did that now, my question to you would be like, <laughs> I'd be like, do you do you want to objectify men? What what what's your end goal? You want? So circling back, I think, gosh, we get off topic easy. I would say following if they're following and they don't interact with the person in any way. That doesn't bug me. If you start liking or commenting or you recently refollowed your ex, that's where the line would, yeah, be cut. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's like if I wanted to create an interaction with, I mean, unless you're just trying to be nice to a human, I guess. That, but like, that's the thing. Fuck you if you are. Yeah, like what? Because that's a lie. I don't know. Because I feel like there's people out there that are like super friendly with their exes still, which is like. Mm -hmm. kind of strange but i mean it i don't know like that's weird to me but it is like like when rachel messaged me like i i i know that's what her attention was like just to be nice Mm because she's just like that right yeah she's just being nice but i was like even still it it would be wrong for me to message back Mm -hmm. because it would hurt my partner's feelings yeah that's a lot of insecurity especially at the beginning of relationships feel like kind of once you like are a lot more established in your relationship like you've had four or five years maybe because mm-hmm. like right now like if you followed your ex-boyfriend and liked his picture i'd give three fucking shits i'd be like really what i would give three fucking shits because i know you'd mess you're just messing with me well unless you're not then yeah. you get the fuck out but no that's when it's like most crucial i feel like like if you randomly followed your ex right now i'd be like what the fuck are you doing like why would you do that (laughs) it matters whether it's the beginning of the relationship or 14 years in i guess i feel more confident about it i should say i'd still i'd still be like yeah that's after we're established you'd feel more confident well more confident that you're not gonna go fuck your ex-boyfriend but that would mean i feel like if you followed him and, and and commented be like okay well i guess you're playing a joke but then if you did it again that is then i would have a real problem not what you would think you would (laughs) not at first not the first one because i think you'd play a joke with me until you did it again then it would be a real problem i'm not saying it wouldn't be a problem for me i'm not like yeah i'd absolutely 100 percent care i'm just saying like yeah if you did that i'd be the actual hell Ultimately, it comes down to sitting down with your partner and discussing it. And you decide, you know what I mean? Because other people are more lax, I feel like. And they just don't give a shit about that kind of stuff sometimes. Which, and like, Which is good. That's good totally fine, them. yeah. Because that's, e- that's an easier way to live. I mean, is it? I don't know. But yeah, it comes down to individual relationship and what your preferences are and how you feel. And like, we can state our opinions all day, but that doesn't mean it's going to fix. <laughs> mm-hmm what you're feeling so talk about it go to therapy if you have to Mm -hmm. say your partner comes up and asks you like i wish you would unfollow your ex-girlfriend and not follow all these influencers and stuff because like it makes me feel obviously like insecure and my Mm -hmm. self-worth goes down makes me not feel worthy Mm -hmm. what sane normal human being would want to do that to their to their partner Mm -hmm. especially if you claim to love them right and if you really do love them, why would you, why would you do that? Like, it's just called compromise and really what the fuck does it matter? So that's obviously like the main way I feel like social media can affect. There's obviously lots of ways that it can affect your relationship. 
if you're spending too much time on it. If I was constantly sitting on my phone every time we were together, like that's going to have an impact and you're going to be like, be present. You know what I mean? Yeah. You still do it to me all the time, but she'll, Kelsey will come across these posts that will get her fired up or will piss not her off, right? Not as much. Not sometimes. A, yeah, yeah, sometimes. I mean, definitely not every day or anything. Yeah. She'll be like, you have to listen to this. And I'll be like, is it going to, I'll ask her, like, is it going to piss me off? She's like, yeah, it's going to piss you <laughs> off. And I'm like, please don't fucking tell me. Like, please don't tell me. Well, sometimes it's just too good and you uh, have dude, to Dude, and then you, you tell know? me and I'm just so fucking angry. I'm just like, why... I only see it a case, like I only see, see things like it's kind of fun randomly. It's fun though, like yeah. So obviously, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, tell me. I have to let you in on like this. You can't just come up to me and be like, right, you have, you have, have to see this, and I mean, not be curious and be like, oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, spending too much time on social media can be a problem. Um, make you angry. Yeah. Make you hate the world and yourself. I think that goes into kind of a big like cliche a little bit but like if you don't love yourself like how can you love someone else that's that's number one rule it that's is foundation yeah. so right. if you're constantly on social media and comparing and getting down on yourself and not just loving yourself where you are how can you proceed to love your partner you can love yourself for who you are and if you don't like who you are you can do things to change that, right? If you don't like how much you weigh, that is a very, very possible. And I mean, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Who said anything was easy, Yeah. right? If you want real change, there's an amount of suffering that you must endure <laughs> to see that change happen, right? Yeah. Just like with anything in life, if you want something, you can will it to happen and you have to do the work, right? Yeah. So there's things... There's things that you don't like about yourself that you can absolutely 8,000% change that, but you have to feel that you're worth changing. Well, exactly. Right? You have to feel yourself like I am worth doing the work. Yeah. Until you can be confident in yourself and actually love yourself Mm -hmm. and be content with who you are, you can't show any love to anyone else. Yeah. The whole last year of my life, I was really in a bad place and I did not like myself to value your self-worth right to have self-worth is a foundation it is and it affects your relationship 100 percent. well you can't you can't love your partner if you don't love yourself yeah and i think my best advice for anyone that's struggling with that like that self-image and you know whatever it may come with is get on social media right now and anyone you scroll past that makes you feel like a piece of shit unfucking follow them hmm. because why like you don't need that in your life why do you want to sit there and feel bad about yourself because someone's posting fake ass shit mm-hmm. it is fake you don't think it's real because it's not literally 98 percent of it is goddamn fake so literally like and don't kid yourself i know you'll just fight and be yeah. like ah, i don't know but like but i this see one, it you know i see it yeah, yeah. it's 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 like i said lie. there's a select few you know what i mean there are good people that are genuine and they're trying to do good well when you see that post you'll feel good exactly that's what i'm getting at is like if you're following someone that's genuine like that and they are trying to make a change and they're trying to make everyone you know i mean feel loved and make you feel good about yourself and who you are you will feel that when you see what they post. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're scrolling and you see someone and you're like, God damn, like, I hate myself because I'm not this bitch. And don't <laughs> worry about click, the click. Just click right now and just unfollow. It's easy. They are not going to miss you because they don't know you're there. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. They don't know you're there. They don't give a shit about you. Just unfollow them. Why would you give a shit about them? Once I kind of like stop feeling this pressure to be how society wants me and, you know, cover my acne and be this perfect person or whatever, I started noticing like how many people around me also struggled with acne and also had, you know what I mean, these imperfections because we all do. Mm. Everyone has flaws. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. And when you see those perfect images, it's just a filter. And the editing. And, and, and the, nobody yeah, has nobody has smooth skin. Everyone has pores. Nobody's skin is airbrushed and just smooth. <laughs> there's just so it's much. It's not real. Yeah. There's so much to it. And I think that's just like the healthiest thing. I mean. If you're going to continue. If to you're use going it, to though. continue to use it, just, yeah. Unfollow anyone that doesn't make you feel good. And see if there's any positive changes from that. If there's not, then I, I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean... Second, on the topic of kind of creating healthy habits with it, with social media. One thing I did for myself that I noticed like helped me dramatically was I stopped getting on social media first thing when I'd wake up in the morning. Because I used to wake up and the first thing I would do is get on TikTok. Like I don't even watch TikTok anymore. How what a waste of time. Relieving. <laughs> relieving. Dude, TikTok is a nightmare. I mean, business wise, it was great at first and that was why I like I used it a lot. I gained a lot of following on TikTok really fast. And that was really cool, you know, and like I'm like, oh, I was getting a lot of interaction and mm-hmm. all of the good that came with that. But then I also found myself just constantly, like, anytime I got a second to sit down, that's what I was doing. I was scrolling TikTok. And I would see shit, just like you said, that would piss me off. Or I would see, you know what I mean? And I was just constantly, like, on edge and in this mood. And I was like, what is wrong? Like, why am I feeling like this always? Wait, you'd wake up angry. Yeah. Well, well you'd wake up and then uh, your The first, first thing, thing I would look at would make me angry. Mm-hmm. And then that would set my day. I was literally starting my day with anger. Yeah. Even if you your first post is a funny one. And, like, I, I get it. Like, Well, that does, that's with, the thing. It, with TikTok, there's funny things on TikTok. Yeah, like, there, was, there used to be. That's a, Shit, yeah, I don't see funny things. Justification, but, like, as you see, your first video might be funny. And your second one is there to be to piss you off and that sets the mood for your whole day yeah it doesn't matter if it's the first or the 14th that's the things i would scroll it on it for at least an hour it's like before i'd get out of bed so so you think about like every day you'd wake up and there's just some some dude at the end of your bed and be like fuck you you're ugly yeah just every day like you're a piece of shit they're starting your day with like the shittiest shit yeah that's not healthy Mm-mm. so i stopped doing that And that made a lot of changes and I felt a lot of motivation come back and I felt like ready for my day again and not just so like drained. Mm -hmm. Um, I think creating time without your phone, whether that be, you know what I mean, in the evening or whenever, like having time to not just sit there on it, like do something else, read a book, play chess, play chess, (laughs) go for a walk. 
and leave your phone at home. You know what I mean? Just like it's it's very scary. It, we're we're all so very addicted. To we our are, phones. but you'll be fine for thirty minutes. You know what I mean? Just like mm-hmm. what about if there's an emergency though? Creating a habit. <laughs> creating healthy habits with it because Mm. it can be good you know i mean there are pros to social media Mm. not many but there are some Mm -hmm. i'm just kidding i'm not or it depends how you use it that's just what it comes down to well i i i'll never i could never say oh well fuck you for using social media i think you're i think you're a shitty person because you you use social media and i don't and that that is just a Mm self-righteous way of thinking right and like i don't think that i don't blame anyone that uses social media Mm -hmm. for using it nor do i think badly of them Mm -hmm. i just for me and myself and i i know what it is and i know what they're doing and i think it's i think it's a very horrific thing Mm -hmm. and well, that's what we're, yeah. I, but, like, you know, I don't, I don't believe in censorship, and I think, like, freedom of speech is everything, but there is no freedom of speech on social media platforms. It's all censored. Mm-hmm. There is no, there, there is no freedom on, on the platforms, and the freedom that you think you have on it is, is just an illusion that mm-hmm. they've created, right? Because you see, you only see your bias. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all have biases. And, like, who doesn't want to see their bias and see all the like-minded people? Mm-hmm. That creates a lot of hate, uh, a lot of divide. Politically is just the easiest one for them to do because, I mean, politics are stupid as fuck. Literally stupid as fuck. But, man, it's easy to get angry over. You know what I mean? hmm If you take anything away from this one, hopefully it's just educational in the sense of, like, give you some awareness of what... I guess social media is and these kind of like feelings that bad feelings or good ones that you that you get from it and how like in moderation it's just fine and there are good things about it Mm -hmm. and there are really horrible things about it and really just use it don't use it don't give a fuck just like hopefully it makes you aware of what it is right so you can understand what you're using Mm -hmm. and what you're actually doing instead of being ignorant of well, and just, yeah, and like you said, in moderation, mm-hmm. everything, you know what I mean? In moderation, pretty much a lot of things can be okay. Are, but once yeah. it becomes excessive or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you, I, feel, I guess if you're finding yourself in a place where you are struggling mentally because of social media. You might not even realize that it's social media. That's you might like, not, exactly. Or, like, know. I didn't realize why I was struggling throughout my days. I didn't realize why I was so angry. Mm-hmm. Until I stopped. I just, I don't know. I feel like that can be obviously so lonely to just constantly, like, constantly mm-hmm. be feeling whatever it may, you may be feeling. Yeah, lesser. Whatever it is that you may be feeling because of what you're seeing or what people are commenting. You know what I mean? Because, like... How can it not feel lonely? Because mm-hmm. you see all the other posts that only are all positive and all great, right? And yep. you're, like, the only one getting shit on. It feels, right? exactly, it feels like you're the only one that's going through something hard. Mm-hmm. Or the only one that doesn't and get to travel all the time. Or you're the only one that doesn't have yeah. all this money or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Your actual reality is just like everyone else's. Yeah. Right? Everyone... Like, everyone's reality is has a lot of struggles and, and shitty things that they have to go through but you only see the, the good yeah right so like oh they don't go through they're not going through my struggles right yep. they're not going through the shitty things i have to deal with and that's just 
They're not, yeah, they're not, I mean, That's everyone's just, struggle's different, but mm-hmm. everyone struggles. Everyone struggles. You are not alone in the struggle. Yes. Anyone that says that they don't, or, per, you know what I mean, perceives this perfect life, like, no. There it's is. just not like that. Everyone has bad days. Everyone has bad times. Everyone goes through hardships. All and struggles. we've gone through hardships, and we've gone through our struggles, so... Just, like, no, you're not alone. And if you're honestly, like, feeling like you're, you know, in a really hard place because of it, go to therapy. Hmm. Because it can help. And just know it's FOMO. And just talk about it, you know? Like... Be aware and knowledgeable about what you're using and what you're doing and how it can really affect you, right? And mm -hmm. I think as long as you're aware and conscious of it, like, you're good to go. And create, like I said, create the good habits. Unfollow mm-hmm. people that don't make you feel good. Have time away from your phone. What, even just social media. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Don't get on social media for a bit. Like, mm-hmm. we all know it's hard, but you can do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I thought it was going to be hard when I stopped using social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first week, I noticed, like, there was a change. I didn't, like, consciously, I guess, yeah, I kind of consciously noticed it, but, like, I didn't, like think really anything of it Mm -hmm. but there was there was a massive change in my whole entire perception yeah and just like give it a week yeah give it a week what's a fucking week well that's the thing is nobody's worried about where you're going be like oh i want a break for myself if you take a break you don't need to tell everyone and then you tell people well that's that's just just not that's just not it that goes right back to the validation part it's mm -hmm. like you feel like you need to Announce that you're taking a break so that you're validated for taking a break. So yeah. that people are like, oh, good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just uh, take a break. Take a break. I, the, still, I mean, one of the things that makes me, just makes me sick to my stomach is when I post about my grandpa mm-hmm. passing and I just feel so like, just so shitty because my grandpa, grandpa Jim was such an amazing person. He was, he was a gang gang motherfucker. Well, that's, like, yeah. Like he was the coolest dude and but we all do it posting i know posting about it was just like just not wasn't it was not genuine yeah you know what i mean like and my grandpa jim only deserved genuine you know i've done my genuine grieving and Mm -hmm. genuine love towards my grandpa and but i just to feel like to feel that way to feel like i had to post about it like i think it was so shitty i I never want to feel like controlled like that mm-hmm. ever. Well, that's like I yeah, like I said in the beginning, we all have done things like that. Like I posted about my grandpa when well, he yeah. passed away, yeah, and we'll do it. just like I was saying, like with vacations or you know something, mm-hmm. the highlights that you're doing, and sometimes the hard times, because you want you it's want people to yes, you want people to comment and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Like you want to hear that, and you want people to comment and be like, oh, like what you're doing, like that's so cool. Like, mm-hmm. I've done it. Everyone's done it. We've all so, done it. Yeah, we all do it. There's nothing wrong. You know what I mean? Obviously, if you continuously, like, do that, I guess. Uh, like, that, like, that's just how I felt afterwards. Yes. All. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But I think recognizing, no yeah. Just be Recognizing, aware. yes, when you're posting just for fun, and then when you're posting because you're seeking something. Mm-hmm. You're seeking self-worth yeah because it's possible to post you know what i mean like shit i posted like once a month on my personal instagram i'm just like hey like here's a few like fun pictures that i've taken this month or you know what i mean mm-hmm. like posting for fun and like just like 
Here's what I'm doing. I don't know. <laughs> Sell out. Just kidding. Yeah, you can you can there's be you can be uh, cynical about it all you want. Like like I said, like I don't say oh I don't tell people I don't use social media. Mm-hmm. Personal friend like my family I will yeah, obviously yeah. but. You're not out like, I hey, I'm better than you because I don't. Because that's a self, for one, that's a self-righteous, that's just being a self-righteous asshole and saying, oh, hey, now you have to validate me in person because exactly. I'm better than you. Yeah. And I don't claim to be better than anyone ever. Like, I yep. I am, call me Mr. Struggle. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Mr. and Mrs. Struggle. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Struggle. <laughs> I gained a lot, I also gained a lot of humility from. Mm-hmm from quitting that and um we're not saying you have to quit social media nobody's no, saying that i'm just, I'm just saying yeah. like if you think if you ever thought about it or like that's like something that you'd like do and the fomo goes away yeah um because you find validation and fomo means fear of missing out yes. in case anyone doesn't know yes, it is. we keep um, saying it because you find real validation in your reality yeah. right in actual reality right and you start seeking that validation not easily on your phone because mm-hmm. it's given so easily yeah um but through effort and it means more well it feels more genuine because mm-hmm. like it's well it's real because it's it is. real yeah it's real i feel like half the people that comment on shit they're just commenting because it's something to do not because they really like what you're doing or you know uh, what i mean don't give a fuck nobody gives a fuck yeah. what anyone else is doing because it's they're all too worried about themselves don't feel that you have to post because someone cares because nobody gives a fuck mm-hmm. post if you post post for yourself and that's yeah post for yourself post for fun whatever post like to archive whatever just don't, don't when you find yourself posting because you want people to tell you good things or whatever it may be don't put yourself worth against it yeah it's a dangerous game it is well hopefully Gave you some insight and uh, gave you some inspo to go kind of dabble in more of the social media's, social media's um, what they're actually doing and stuff and kind of uh, help educate yourself and be aware of what the platform is and our social media platforms are and what they do and know that you are a pawn in their product because we all are and it's with all of it. I mean, I'm a pawn of google's uh, my phone's product Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like we rambled a lot but hopefully Mm -hmm. there was something useful in there for someone Mm -hmm. i feel like we could talk about this just forever and ever so Mm. at some point all good things have to come to an end yes (laughs) goodbye